ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. Bringing this intro uh, back on the road again, as um, I had a few little things I had to tweak and do with the van. But now, back on the road again, so I'm looking forward to exploring and uh, meeting some uh, beautiful souls along the way too. But anyway, in this one today, uh, this was a, a podcast that I recorded uh, fresh off the canvas live last night. And if you don't know, a lot of these things are recorded live. You know, majority of them now are all live stream. I don't think I haven't done one a recorded podcast now for probably maybe a month or so maybe um, but the last 10 or 10 or 12 podcasts have all been on, a, on the live stream on youtube so if you haven't joined in i would definitely love to see you over there and adding your input to some of these topics that i talk about as you know every single time when i do the live streams i normally sort of like to scroll through the comments and see what you guys think and add your opinions and also makes me uh, bounce off certain ideas and concepts that you bring up it's always cool to do so feels like a kind of a hangout online which is always cool it's real it's in person kind of thing you know and it's in real time but anyway in this one today as you know these things go all over the place and um, i one of the main topics of this one that i spoke about today was the theme of ascension and how i believe that a lot of ancient cultures in the past had a work and model for ascension and um, so i really dive deep into that and the understandings of the inner worlds like the chakra system and um, the christ consciousness the christ fluid um, and I also tied this to the to the ether and how they were harnessing the ether in a way to to um, to magnify ascension in some shape or form. Uh, I also spoke about Antarctica in this one, um, the hidden lands of Antarctica, and questioned that. I also spoke about um, the moon map that um, was found in the documentary that I shared last in the last episode, and I wanted to give my opinion on the moon map that supposedly is on the moon, which is really interesting. All will make sense anyway in this one as I dive into that more. But anyway, interesting concepts as always, as you know, I'm always pushing the boundaries, and I want to continue to keep doing that. You know, I'm going to honour my vibration and frequency to where I'm at my journey, and, you know, let the cards fall where they may, and... Um, you know, if you if you want to discard the information I say, that's absolutely fine. You know, I'm just honouring uh, the consciousness that I'm up to and sharing things that I'm uncovering in real time. Um, so I hope you respect that anyway. So I love you all. Enjoy this one. If you can, as always, check out the ways to support the podcast. We're living in a time now where I feel like, you know, we can promote and support with our energy which is which is in a some degree is money we can support things that we want to see more of in the world so if you can find it in your heart um because this is the only reason how this podcast keeps going is through your support and um, so i'd really love it if you can find it in your heart um the price of a cup of coffee whatever you can whether that's through the donation option patreon page also have a crypto option it goes such a long way and helps me to keep doing what i'm doing if you're interested in personal coaching i also offer that i don't mention that enough on the podcast um, but I have a few places opening up um, as I like to only keep a few places when I'm doing coaching because I want to honour, uh, I don't want to spread myself too thin, so to say, and I want to honour people that I'm working with. 
um, and also um, that's all I want to say anyway enjoy this one peace out How's it going, everyone? I uh, hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And uh, this one today is going to be some. There's going to be some interesting gravy for sure. I'm going to be diving into some very fascinating stuff. And I'm looking forward to interacting with you all as always, and uh, really diving deep down the rabbit hole. Just before I start diving in, I want to just mention about the let you know about the Telegram group again. Uh, just head over to that if you want to check it out. It's a really great place to uh, to to sort of. Uh, get a, get a, um, get an update on things that's going on with the podcast and also some new videos and things that I can put in that group that's uh, censorship free um, because obviously as you know a lot of things on social media you can't put in anymore because it's not censorship free but the telegram group is a great way to like place to where, where I can just post stuff in there that's basically uh, censorship free but anyway over the last few days I've really been having uh, a lot of big points of introspection and I think right now on the planet, um, there's you know there's so much up for debate right now, and I think as the energies are starting to change on the planet, you know more and more new information is obviously going to continue to keep coming to the surface. And I believe that this is something down to more of a metaphysical perspective. I believe that you know internally, as we ascend, you know as we ascend within the dimensions within, um, you know what is without um, will also do the same. Um, and what I mean by that is, is that I, I believe that, you know, to see reality for what it truly is, you know, you have to go on your inner journey. And as you go on your own inner journey and you start expanding the dimensions within, you know, if, uh, you'll start being being able to see just beyond the physical reality. And you'll be able to start seeing reality more from an intuitive mind um, and activate the higher mind. And I think, you know, for so long on the planet, we've been kind of dominated from more like a, from the left hemisphere, you know, like more like physically kind of... Um, embedded within reality but more people now are kind of starting to wake up and obviously they're activating like dormant parts of themselves like the ancient parts of themselves you know and, and we're remembering again and as we do that you know we get greater perspectives and um, from a more metaphysical perspective and obviously the levels continue to keep going on you know and i'm interested to see what them levels prevail in my own journey you know i've noticed in my life how as i've went through the higher mind how i can actually access information in new ways but also see reality um like sort of beyond the sort of the veils that we have out over ourselves and see reality in, in completely different ways and um you know what i wanted to say as well before i dive in is um because there's been a lot of heat especially over the last few weeks especially when i've been kind of like touching the barriers of topics that kind of people um like quote unquote kind of ruffle a few feathers in people and challenge a lot of beliefs of people i just wanted to say you know that when i'm when I present information, um, in in a way, you know, that's that's what we're all doing. All we're doing is all of us are just presenting information, you know, from the perspective of our current level of consciousness. You know, no matter how solid or firm you think you are in your beliefs, you're still only presenting information from your current level of consciousness, and that goes for me too as as well, you know. And it's not my job to convince you um, or anyone else, you know, um, that. Um, what your reality should be just like it's not your job to, to do the same to me you know so when I do these podcasts all as I do is I turn up in a way to present information you know you get a choice if you want to listen to that or not 
Um, and I just basically through that process is whatever I'm channeling through me, whatever I'm learning, I'm being truthful and honest to my current level of consciousness and I'm allowing the cards to basically fall wherever that may may be, you know. But it's interesting because what I've found over the last few, especially over the last few days and weeks is that people get so mad when you share alternative information that goes against a current um, current perception or current state of reality that someone else holds in the mind, you know. And I think it's just natural it's it's natural for people who are are heavily programmed to attack that way you know because i feel like when you start going beyond the bar- barriers um in uh, the kind of in from the known into the unknown and you start seeking some of the biggest mysteries you know people i kind of feel like a lot of people need a functional model of everything you know they kind of just say oh, i don't know i don't know what this is i don't know what the answer to this is i think it's very hard for a lot of people to kind of revel in that mystery and i think it's because you know when you kind of not revel in the mystery if you're operating more from the physical mind um, it's a lot easier to function in in sort of quote-unquote reality because if you're operating from that more analytical mind, that more sort of physical perspective or biological point of view, you know, it's a lot easier to just go along doing all the things that you're doing on the planet, you know, like, oh, it's justified through science, I can think this way, a scientist said this, I can think this way. Or, or, it's a, or it's a biological reason why I'm doing this. It's part of the biological evolution, what I've been told. And it's a lot easier to, to sort of justify the justify a lot of actions but when you're kind of like in the more of the the unknown mind the metaphysical mind obviously as you know things are more unstable but it's kind of like um you know we all know that in life um if you ask yourself the question what is it that we really know you know and when you really get down there's not really especially if you ask what what is one thing that we can all agree upon you know <laughs> we probably not even find anything that you can ever agree on the only thing that i've ever come up with is that something's happening we can all agree that something's happening whatever's going on but even then some people will say nothing's happening you know so ask yourself the question what is one question we can all agree upon and you'll probably not even find it you know someone will always kind of argue about what we can actually agree upon so there's not a hell of a lot that we can agree upon you know so um so that also leaves leaves a kind of leaves a lot of leaves a lot up in the air for sure you know um you know and i've kind of also noticed as well that that a lot of people when they kind of disagree with you on certain things and there's nothing wrong with disagreeing about certain topics but i've noticed that and i've kind of felt a lot of introspection through this is that when people speak to you in certain ways i found that a lot of people's traumas actually come out in certain topics so for example you know someone saying you know your reality's wrong it's my reality's right i say it the way i say it I kind of feel sometimes it's nothing to do with the topic itself. You know, it's a it's a it's a trauma that you ha- they have behind that. So, for example, um, they're getting very aggressive through the information or the reality that they want you to believe. You know, like you have to believe my reality. You know, how dare you think you've got your own reality to some degree, or how dare you say that you don't know what this place is? Um, and I think that's acting from a, a trauma response that they have. You know, I don't know what it may be. It could be anything. You know, these things go so deep. It could be an overbearing parent. It could be someone who, a father or a mother figure who kind of put them down or spoke to them in that way. But you know, a lot of time through these topics, a lot of people's traumas are coming through. You know, and I think that's why so many people sort of act aggressively when they speak about a topic, or they'll act aggressively towards you in some degree. You know, and it's in second of all. From a human perspective, you know, it's not logical for someone to, to, to get mad or frustrated with you just because um, yes, your certain opinions on, on physics or certain opinion on science, you know. Again, in my opinion, you know, like when people say like, oh, if you don't believe my science, you'll feel my wrath, you know, it's coming from a place of trauma. Um, but, 
you know, for example, people get so mad when it comes to the shape and shape and the uh, of the planet, you know, in, in in the conversation of space. You know, people need. I feel people need a functional model to fill that void with inside of themselves because. You know, like, for example, when I think why a lot of people sometimes get triggered, and I'm just speaking from my own perspective on this, I feel like why a lot of people sometimes get triggered is because when I kind of, like, when I talk about a lot of these topics, as you know, I like to try and take the middle path, you know, because I, that's just where I like to position myself. I'm always open to, to new perspectives and new minds. I don't want to sort of say I'm this guy, or I'm that guy, or this person. You know, I want to keep, I want to walk the middle path. And I want to allow my senses to, to navigate me into places that I need to go. And because I don't require a functional model to fill the void within me, you know, and I can sit in the path of mystery. Um, and at the same time, you know, I'm not, at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm like, guys, you know, like what we're being told, something doesn't add up, you know. And I, I'm like, for example, a lot of the time, as you know, we say that, you know, I'm like, guys, you know, something doesn't add up here. When we're looking at this, it's what the information that we're being presented to our senses, it doesn't add up, you know. So I'm not sure what it is, but, you know, let's work it out together, you know. But certain people need a need a script through that, you know. Some people need a, they have to kind of have a certain, like, like you know, they need daddy to look after them in some degree, you know. Like, well, if you're not going to be my daddy, someone needs to be my daddy. If the government's not going to be my daddy, you need to be my daddy and tell me a current model of, of reality, you know. Um, But it's, it, it's, like, it's interesting, you know. Like, we don't always have to kind of, like, fill in the gaps, you know. We can kind of, like, walk that, that um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to just be capable, capable to say, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. And then we can kind of work that out work that out together you know and um you know i just feel like and especially as well if you know if you're out there for example and especially with everything that's been going on over the last few the last two years on this planet you know if you don't have any questions and you think that you know everything what's going on right now and you don't have no questions about what's going on right now you're mentally deranged you know and you're holding on to a lot of illusions because everything there's so much up in the air right now and everyone a lot of people who i speak to all have questions every single day about whatever's going on in this place right now but anyway moving forward on the podcast you know um you know i i'm just saying to you guys that you know i hear i hear that the noise you know i hear the noise of people are passionate you know i'm passionate about certain topics i hear the noise but moving forward on the podcast and it's not saying that i'm not going to listen to anyone's perspective but what i'm just going to say is that i'm from moving forward on this podcast and this is one of the downloads that i had the other day is that i need to honor my own frequency and direction you know above all you know i feel like it's more important than ever for me to step fully into the flow of what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing through my own senses, you know, and honor that above what anyone else says. What what are the what what all the other opinions are of, from others, you know? So from now on, like, there's going to be even less holding back than before. Um, and you're probably thinking like you never held back anyway. But I, what I'm seeing here is that I'm not holding back anymore, and I'm going to be diving even deeper, and I'm going to be allowing my senses. And my reality to dictate whatever I'm witnessing in front of me, whatever new information I'm finding, I'm just going to roll with it and um, see, you know, what comes up. And if that new information or a topic that I bring up triggers a part within someone else or part within you, um, or I have to still just, you know, I completely understand and uh, and I'm sending you love, you know. But I need to fully embrace and honour uh, and and stay true to what I feel, and you know, and be a 
speaking to present the information that that sort of that's a freak that other people kind of resonate for that frequency and they get to a certain degree you know and it'll find the right people so that's all i want to see you know so i'm going to hold my own vibration and i'm going to let the universe sort it sort it out you know um because i'm not in control of this thing you know i'm just in control of my reality can't be in control of anyone else's reality so i'm just going to kind of like put it out there and see what what uh, cards the universe has to, to to install for us all and i think we can all just do that in our own lives you know like leave you can just kind of you can only operate through your frequency and vibration and the universe around you will manifest to to the to the degrees in which you operate within with with up to the degrees in which you operate within um and like i said before you know the energies on the planet are changing so much right now and so much new information is coming to the surface um and i think if you kind of if you can kind of just become the witness of that and not become attached to something that you believed in the past or something it, it can take you on such a, a beautiful um a beautiful place you know um but anyway let's dive deep down the rabbit hole because there's, there's a there's, there's a lot um that i want to that i want to kind of unpackage and, and speak about and also at the same time i know there's probably a lot of stuff that you all um want to add in the comments as i always know you always a lot of you out there always add some really powerful stuff and make me question a lot of stuff too um so anyway i've finished watching that that the documentary now the lost history of the flat earth and um, there's a lot of great stuff in that documentary too which i really liked um also like i say i don't agree with everything that was said in the documentary but you know it's it's definitely correlated a lot of information that i'd already kind of gathered when i was looking around at stuff so it makes a, it makes a lot of sense and it doesn't take a genius you know to to kind of to see that people in the past were really onto something big i've spoke about this many times on the podcast you know how i, be, I think i think when it comes to like sort of the nature of reality and consciousness and health and the ether and um, the minds of the past with the true minds of the past were really onto something interesting you know they were in clearly to me that they were operating from a, a technological perspective that's more linked to the soul you know like they were using technology that magnifies the the metaphysical and also most importantly which is the biggest thing uh, technology that works with ascension um and this is kind of one of the biggest topics that i wanted to start with today and i, I truly believe that um that the ancient cultures of the past how to work and model for ascension there's no doubt to me when you look into like kind of um many of the ancient scriptures and cultures all around the world they were 100 percent knew how the inner worlds mapped the outer worlds and they were using understood um they had a map for how you know we how how we ascend and go home uh, and not only did they the, did they map the astrological movements which we all know about and the movements of the heaven whatever word you want to call it they also mapped out how this relates to the evolution of consciousness on the planet you know they did that through the different cycles different ages and they knew that you know when we descend and they also knew when we ascend into the higher mind no doubt to me right but naturally you know when times are more left brain dominant on the planet you know as i feel like we're moving out of that now kind of a, a lot you know more people are intuitively connected to the spiritual mind you know the world's going to kind of you know be it's going to be overly polarized from the left from the from the intellectual perspective you know from the intellectual domain with inside of the self but as culture evolves spiritually you know so does the understanding of reality like i said before as you move into the highest spiritual minds you start activating more and more knowledge and i think that's why kind of a lot of there's a there's a huge frequency divide right now on the planet because 
and all this information is, is up for up for grab and this there's, there's the there's many different points of perspective coming up is because you know there's a there's a, a half half of the planet has kind of activated them spiritual senses and you know and the honor in the spiritual senses over the intellectual part of the self and this the feeling the way through the world and you've got a lot of people who are are still heavily steeped in the over polarized left side of the brain the more intellectual perspective and they can't they can't just fathom stuff you know like they're still embedded in the intellectual side of things and i'm not saying the intellectual part of the mind's not important of course it is but you can be over polarized in the intellectual part of the part of the self and like i said before if you want to understand the secrets of the universe you need to develop that spiritually intuitive mind you know like all cultures clearly demonstrated this through the through the dung beetle you know like the two different hemispheres like the divine and the mask divine feminine the divine masculine you know how all these different polarities like the yin and yang symbol can be out of balance if certain energies if you're too intellectual you can't see reality if you're too and if you and if you know if you you need also if you're too metaphysical you need to bridge bridge the physical to that too as well you know you can be too up in the clouds especially when you're immersed in a 3d density so all this now is a lot of information is up for up for grabs. That's what I'm kind of kind of starting to see. But if we look back into the past and look at ancient cultures, we can all see like how they had technology. Cultures of the past had a technology that mirrors mirrors the heavens and also mirrors and works to ascend the soul. You know, so for example, we can every time every time you look back in a lot of cultures. There's always kind of like depictions of how they are using psychedelics, for example, to alter consciousness. So they so they were heavily working on developing ways to do that. You know, the mystery schools in ancient Egypt were all about that. That's the story of Jesus. That's where supposedly the biblical story of Jesus went to. He went to the mystery schools. You know, the stories of like a lot of the uh, Greek philosophers went to the mystery schools, like Plato, and they were carrying out... Uh, taking the acacia plant which is dmt has dmt in it you know and they were having these quests quests where they were sharing information uh, the sensory deprivation chambers that magnify sound and block out certain sound as well to create stillness you know a lot of ancient structures and monuments around the world heavily depict as uh, sacred spaces within the center of them that are clearly um are clearly shown this that it's about the, the sensory deprivation systems within the uh, center of stone circles and certain uh, megalithic structures they had healing baths as you know they were using sound and vibration with this you know using the ether in regards to that too they were using water for healing they were using uh, architecture with magnetism to affect the earth energies um they were changing the molecular structure of drinking water and food um changing the molecular structure of dna within the body we're using vibration and cymatics and um, they were using architecture as a power grid to to magnify uh technology on the planet from the ether um and and much more you know but i feel like they were doing all this in relationship like i spoke about in the last podcast and um, they were working with the ethereal energies you know and they understood that by harnessing the ethereal vibrations you can basically change the molecular uh, structure of things um and they were working most importantly with the ethereal energies in aid of ascension of the soul which i think this all this is all leads to this you know this is why it's all i mean it's all about you know like we can argue over the physicalities all day of the week but once this there's some common truths in um in information when you look in the back in the past and it's all about ascension it's all about leading back to consciousness and I really believe that they had a working model for this. And, you know, for example, you know, a lot of us right now on the planet, we're kind of, 
you know, we're stumbling, we're all on a healing journey, you know, and we're starting to wake up, many of us. And, you know, we a lot of the time we've all been, like, near, near enough we've been stumbling through kind of ascension, you know. We've been stumbling through the awakening to some degree. We've been trying to find out what works and what doesn't work. But eventually, you know, like, as we wake up, a, a lot of commonalities are starting to 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 ring true along the spiritual spirituality community you know like more people are starting to realize like how you can do this kind of thing you can do that like for example some of the commonalities just to give a few is like um everyone understands that you need to keep the body pure uh, you need to heal the energy centers within the body you need to do good to others and there's obviously many more that i'll probably i've probably missed but that's free to give a an example anyway i was trying to think of some others but that's free anyway but there's commonalities when you start waking up you know and i believe that um in the future that's what we're going to be creating you know we're going to be creating a world where we can create systems that elevate these things within inside of the human system that we're going to go back to the back to a place just like the ancients were where they had systems and technology that were all about in aid and all about the true mission on this planet which is the evolution of the soul and um you know like for example if um we look at a lot, a lot of the ancient cultures you know they they understood the science of this, you know, like the, the, the law of, they called it the, the law of what what is above, so below, you know, and it was a law for a lot of ancient cultures in the past. And I've said this many times, but when they were looking up the stars, you know, what you basically see above your head, it's the zodiac belt, you know, like when you truly look into it. And, you know, astrologically, they knew that the zodiac belt that went across all of our heads above the night sky went all the way from Aries to, uh, to Taurus, all the way um, down to Pisces. And they were astrologically um, mapping all these uh, and understood all these different correlations and how it relates to the seasons within life. And, you know, and, and spiritually, as we kind of move through um, these different constellations, how they affect and relate to our inner worlds on a daily, on a monthly and on also on a yearly basis, too, as well. Um, and and there's probably also bigger cycles beyond that, that 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 we probably don't even know about and maybe the ancients didn't know about too how there was bigger cycles beyond them that were also affecting them sort of um smaller elements within inside of themselves you know but what the obviously what the ancients did highlight in a lot of the work and you know they talked about how you know they knew that the body of uh, man and woman um is in the belt of the stars you know it is in the zodiac above us it's in the astrological map of consciousness that's above our heads you know they knew that the body of us was mirroring what is above you know what is above so below like for example you know we all know aries is in the head taurus is in the uh, the throat we've got Jerem- Jer- uh, jeremiah i always say jeremiah uh, jeremy we've got war jeremy we've got war jeremy in the hands jeremy's hands <laughs> gemini I always say that and um you know working down all the different correlations like for example leo is in the heart you know virgo is in the belly and on and on and on all the way to the pisces and the feet but they knew how the different astrological constellations also map the inner worlds from an um, astrological perspective you know and i think what it kind of gets to is you know from a from a more bigger perspective to take this even a little bit deeper it's all to do with like i said before it's all to do with the inner worlds but it's also to do with the deeper understanding of how Christ is within, you know, like Christ is not without. I know like the biblical sense of things is kind of like, it's like, don't get us wrong, there's so much truth in the Bible, but it's kind of been inverted in a way. As we know, there's a difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, but the Bible's been inverted in a certain way to sort of 
to discard you away from this higher knowledge. But when you start looking into the divine truths that kind of like ring across all different cultures, it's all about the Christ within, you know, like no one's coming to save you. Like, for example, you've probably heard this before, but when you talk about the word, the, the 33 vertebrae that's within the human body that resides within us all. And also in relation to that, how it's linked to the Christ fluid. So within us all, there is a Christ fluid that can be activated through our 33 vertebrae. That's why the number 33 is a sacred number, you know, and it rings true through all esoteric teachings, you know. And and also to add to that as well, which a lot of people don't know this when it comes to the Christ fluid, is the Christ fluid can actually also astrologically be activated at certain times in regards to your astrological um, traits, for example. Um, so when your star signs in certain alignments um, within your own inner worlds, you can activate the Christ fluid within you a lot more potency. And with a lot more potency, for example, it's going to be a lot more stronger at them times of the day. And you can look that up yourself, you know. But for example, um, I, I've just made a note here because I want to go back to it. But um, I've got a little note wrote down here. Um and I came across this quote today and it said, um, I'm not sure the guy's name it is, but it's in relationship to what I've just been talking about, the Christ fluid. It's called Hippolytes, I think it is, but it's someone, some guy in the third century AD says, and this is from a, a biblical text, he says, um, he says, says, the membranes in the head are gently moved by the spirit which advanced, advances towards the pineal gland. Near this is situated the entrance of the celebrate bellum which admits a current of spirit that distributes into the pine into the spinal into the spinal column. So we all know that with inside of us, you know, like you've heard many people talk about DMT resides within the human body, how we have a pineal gland, which is represented through the Vatican, it's represented through all the ancient cultures, is the, the pine cone. You know, personally, on a personal level, I did a podcast this a while ago, and I've spoke about how I had the experience when I took psychedelics, where, you know, I seen the, the pine cone above my head, you know, and that's how they knew about the pine cone, you know, because they were altering their consciousness too, and they were entering these altered states of consciousness and they were able to access these states of, of reality you know and that's how this that's how they knew about the chakras you know no one taught them about the chakras you know no one taught them about a lot about this higher knowledge you know they found it within you know they were altering their consciousness and they were finding this knowledge within this is why i said before about how um and this is also kind of backs up how as you move through you know your own in a work and you kind of activate the Christ consciousness within, course you're going to get more divine truths, course you're going to be able to see reality in a higher way. And I think sometimes when people argue, they kind of don't understand that when, when someone can see information from a more spiritual, intuitive mind, they don't kind of get it, you know, because they're too much in the physical part of themselves where they're like, well, it can't be because science says this, you know, like, or, uh, or NASA says this over here. But there's, there's levels, you know, like there's levels beyond NASA, you know, there's levels beyond the physical, you know, and these levels are what a lot of esoteric teachings of the past were talking about, that when you access a higher mind, it's, it's you know, it's not like, it's not an arrogant thing. You can just see information that other people can't, you know, it's just a commonality. You can, when you access a higher mind, you can naturally see information that other people can't. You know, you're operating on the, on the higher levels, on the higher planes. That's how you can... Um, and this is not to be to be misused because if you misuse it and you try and manipulate people like from a narcissist perspective it does the same thing but you can just see patterns in behavior and things that other people can't and it's all down to you accessing the higher mind we all know from an intellectual perspective and a philosophical perspective if you read textbooks like for example look at a lot of the philosophers around the world now when they're in an argument they can witness patterns and arguments where they can read things that you can't 
and they can sort of pull information from places in their mind that that sort of you can't because you haven't activated them parts of your mind you haven't you know the brain is a muscle anyway to take it down the biological level but there's also a spiritual muscle too as well where you with what that's beyond the brain where you can see certain things that other people can't and once it becomes activated and you start working on these spiritual senses like an emotion you know you can see beyond certain things and certain patterns so that's why i always say that there's a there's a higher intelligence above what we just witness in front of our senses what the news is telling us and that's why a lot of people right now aren't buying the bullshit you know you can you can like you can be presented the information like that which obviously we know the information is is obviously it's not real science you know a lot of it's kind of been um is is being redistributed in a way that affirms a narrative but even when information is presented to you like that your higher mind can still oversee them aspects and you can override it to some degree because you are operating on a higher mind and and it's it's true you know but for example when i was speaking before about in relationship how it's all about christ consciousness you know if we look through a lot of ancient cultures they always talk about you know the 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 number seven like for example they talk about the seven in relationship to the chakras they talk about the seven conditions the seven vices the seven virtues and how as we ascend through them different processes we ascend the seven chakras so what i mean by that as well is that and how this is linked so for example the seven con- uh, conditions and the vices are, are the most important thing i feel to focus on there's more to this but just to focus on it is to do it's to do with the emotions in the body like for example if you work on the emotional response responses within your body and you heal the um earthly emotions um and you transmute them you know you transmute lead into gold as the saying goes um you can sort of um you can use the chakras to ascend the body you know like and i feel like the the emotions are the key to access the divine mind you know like you get more as you work through the the earthly density emotions you kind of can have access to the higher knowledge and you know for example even um there's an amazing quote by Leonardo da vinci where he says um how he speaks about how the workings of the human mind are an analogy for the workings of the universe and it's so it's so true because you know when i've said this before but when we are looking up at the night sky you know we we're seeing a mirror of our inner worlds you know and i feel like that's why as you ascend and i i made this argument a few times that i feel and i know this is true because when people look at the night sky they look at it in a different way to me just like it looks to other people how it looks different to me also is that when certain people look up at the night sky it's completely different to other people because it's all about an inner relationship between your between how you how you have activated and mapped your inner world and what certain elements within you you've activated you know we all know that reality is from within and when you activate um part of you and you heal certain emotions you know reality around you turns up and acts completely different you know this is just a fact this is how on a deeper level there's a lot more to it than this but this is how the law of attraction works you know like a lot of people believe that the law of attraction is all about just how things turn up for you when you positively think about them it doesn't always work like that you know there's that's a part of it but how it works truly the law of attraction is that things will constantly keep turning up until you heal them and when you heal them that's when and you move through that um different emotion that you need to heal the universe around you will change and it'll be morphed and affect and affected and i feel like 
that's one of the biggest secrets to the universe is to work on the emotions and that will affect the law of attraction you know the things that you the sort of the earthly desire or earthly thing that you're working on or the earthly emotion that's got you trapped or got you aggressive or got you angry towards someone if you heal that you know the world around you will manifest in ways that you've always wanted and that's just the nature of this place you know of course it'll keep to, it'll keep bringing in people into your life till you kind of transcend them things but it'll start getting more cleaner and more lighter and more better you know and more softer and you'll be able to under, you'll be able to detach yourself from the physical process and you'll be able to activate the the more intuitive mind and realize what this sort of place truly is you know but what the ancients were doing, a lot of these esoteric teachings, you know, they were talking about how how our bodies are below are is also what is above. You know, so when so how we can basically use our bodies to ascend. You know, like how we ascend from with from within. And I fully believe, you know, as our soul evolves, and I felt this on my own personal level, as your soul evolves, you know, your physical body also evolves. You know, like your nervous system gets repaired. One of the biggest things within healing journeys that your nervous system starts getting prepared, getting um repaired but also as your nervous system repairs also the solar system around us also repairs too you know and that's why what i'm trying to say is that like how your inner worlds are reflective of your outer worlds and a lot of cultures in the past knew this you know but for example you know i'm going to take a drink before i start diving in anymore but i told you though there's some gravy in this one oh, yeah what was i talking about again yeah, so anyway, um can't remember what I was talking about now. Um Yeah, but I believe like how I was trying to say before how the how the inner world sort of map the outer worlds. You know, I think it also this is probably also represented and I know this is gonna trigger a lot of people, but I don't care anymore, how I feel like the earth is probably also represented in the same way as the chakra system is within just like us humans, you know. So I believe that I wouldn't be surprised that from a physical perspective just like there are there is there is realms within us you know like the the higher realms and, and through the seven chakras there's probably also um higher and lower dimensions physically that are represented on the, how the earth looks you know like i fully believe like the the representation of the earth that we're being given is not what it is and i wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's more represented just like the inner worlds you know like for example like the different planes within us like the different planes of consciousness within us the seven planes i wouldn't be surprised if earth's at the center of that and then we have the three planes above and the three planes below you know earth is an algorithm for heart and ancient textures as well you know um so it makes sense you know mid realm mid god it's all for our culture that this the heart is the mid realm and if earth is an algorithm for heart earth could be at the center of this thing and there could be higher realms above us lower dimensions b below us and that's probably why that you know a lot of this information from a physical perspective metaphysical perspective it's coming to the surface but the reason why it's coming to the surface on a physical perspective is because it's starting this information is starting to become more accessible to our to our bodies you know like the downloads are coming in so the, our physical bodies are getting upgrades you know our, as well as our metaphysical bodies so the reality around us is starting to upgrade in certain ways you know we're starting to be able to see things that we couldn't w once see before because it wasn't this information wasn't in this knowledge wasn't accessible to our current sort of level of ascension that we have that we're at within our bodies you know and and i fully believe as well that all the the perspective of the past all leads it's all about the same story you know they're all talking about how 
our souls um, come down in, into this physical density and how they go back. And um, and I think that's a common theme for all all different different things, you know. But anyway, something else I wanted to talk about as well, which is in the documentary, which I thought was really interesting. So in the documentary, um, the it also spoke about how um, how on the moon on the moon. So I've always had a lot of questions about the moon. You know, like for example, something that I've been doing a lot lately is I've been trying to view and clear my program mind and analyze the view from a more of a metaphysical perspective. Like when I look at the night sky, I'm trying to analyze what is that trying to tell me. So for example, in this documentary, it spoke about how on the moon, how the true earth is actually mirrored on the moon. And I think the guy in the documentary talked about was a guy called Sturgios. And um, I'm gonna do be doing some more research into his work as well. I wanna try and find out some more stuff that he's done. I've done a little bit digging, I couldn't really find much stuff about it. And what I thought was interesting when the documentary presented presented this information, where it was speaking about how um, there's a sort of a plasma embodiment, um, sort of on the moon, like the visual representation, you know, like what is above, so below. How the moon itself is kind of like mirroring a projection of like the true, sh- the true like kind of um, the true continents, the way that the planets look from a, a from a, um, from the continents level. And uh, what was interesting is that obviously in the documentary it also depicted how it, it showed like the kind of the known continents that we know about, but then it also kind of played into the argument of like like what a lot of flat earthers see and stuff and how there's like there's worlds beyond there's like more land on this planet and stuff like that, which is I think is a really interesting concept because there is a lot of evidence to also kind of to show that there could be more land than we than we've been led to believe, especially when it comes to Antarctica and past Antarctica. But in regards to the observation, whether whether it's a true observation or not, and whether it's like real, infam- whether it's real, real or not, about how there's a map on the moon. For me, what blew my mind is that it highlighted and showed that that there is other people out there who can can think beyond the conditioning, you know, because you're not going to get someone to. No one's going to make that observation unless they've kind of really un 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 sort of untethered themselves from the current paradigm. You know, I think the current paradigm and the beliefs that we hold about a lot of topics kind of prevent your mind from going into unknown territories. You know, like a lot of people are scared to go into unknown territories because they're scared of ridicule. They're scared of like going, well, look, I'm just, look, I'm analysing this. What if it is? Maybe, you know, people are scared to go in them unknown territories because they want, like I said before, they want a daddy, you know, they, oh, daddy, please tell me what, please, NASA, tell me, tell me, daddy, talk to me, daddy, tell me what it is. Um, and they can't revel in the mystery, you know. It's 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 not it's it's a bit uneasy to revel in the mystery. But I thought it was just a great observation, like to think, you know, what if, you know, like um, what if it is that, you know, it would be it would be an interesting coincidence. Um, and I'm not seeing if it is true or not, but I'm just saying from a philosophical perspective, and a phys- philosophical perspective, you know, and looking back at what ancients also spoke about and how the universe works, it kind of makes sense to a certain degree. You know, like what is above, so below. What's the, what would be the greatest kind of like a philosophical cosmic joke to play on humanity? That the that the that the shape of the planet, and the depictions of the planets are actually on the moon. Like every single night when we go outside, we look up at the night sky, and you know the the moon is like, <laughs> the, you know the moon's right there in front of our eyes, kind of thing. You know and and it's and it's got a a map of the planet like how how hilarious you know like this universe when you when you take psychedelics or like the other night I had a a, a mad encounter with a um a spirit guide through through the dream for the dream realm and you know this 
this dream the spirit guide i'm going to save this for another time but the spirit guide you know had a, a real comical aspect to it and it was saying some hilarious stuff to us and really winding us up and i've had this through psychedelics where there's a divine you know there's a there's a divine comedy aspect to this universe like there's a word for this you know like in the ancient text the word's called leela the word leela means it's in sanskrit it means the universe playing a game with itself so you know we all know that there's an element of trickery to this to this to the nature of this place so you know just like imagine if that was what it was and you know like god has a funny way at times you know of like showing you the secrets of the universe and imagine if just like God said, you know, like these idiots are going to argue over what the shape of the planet is. So I'm going to put it on the moon. It would be it would be a funny observation and a funny like kind of embodiment of of like this of what this place is, you know. But it's interesting because, you know, the topic of Antarctica, you know, like when you explore the topic of Antarctica, it always comes with the theme of like talking about hidden lands and what's beyond Antarctica. And it's something that I've kind of always been interested in, you know, because when it comes to, as you know, when it comes to the topic of Antarctica, it's something that, you know, human beings themselves aren't allowed to, you know, they're not allowed to go on exhibitions or excursions by themselves to Antarctica. You know, you can, you can only stay on the tourist routes, for example. And we all know there's a lot of kind of like, like red flags when it comes to like, um, certain things that have been set up like the treaties that have been set set up like for example you're not allowed to fly over Antarctica you know um, because supposedly <laughs> the hilarious thing is is with Antarctica is like because if this doesn't raise alarm bells for a lot of people when it comes to Antarctica like something being beyond Antarctica like you know for example one of the excuses why they say that you can't go to Antarctica you can't fly over Antarctica it's because it's all about the penguins you know it's all about saving the penguins guys you know like like it's interesting that everyone's was everyone's supposedly signing treaties and worried about the penguins, but no one's worried about all the the starving children in the world, you know, or all the sexual abuse in the world, you know. But like everyone's worried about the penguins, and the government's so worried about signing treaties to protect the penguins, you know. You just got to wake, you've got you've got to wake up to that, you know. Like it's 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 hilarious when you break down a lot of these things and you actually analyze them, you know, for 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 for, for truly for, for truly what they are, you know. And it's just I don't know. It's one of them things. But you know, like we all we all know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of <laughs> sort of when you analyze these things that a lot of think there's a, why the reasoning is there. It's, there's a lot of hilariousness. You know, like for example, oh listen, guys, we can't go to Antarctica because um, like there'll be some, there'll be someone like there'll literally be someone out there telling their kids now like oh we can't go to Antarctica, honey, because um, when we get there we'll trash the place. Like, we'll trash the place. So it's definitely, that's a good reason why we can't go to Antarctica because we'll trash the place. We'll hurt the penguins. You know, like, it's hilarious, man. Now, it's, it's interesting because I don't know if any of you out there have heard of um, Werner Van Braun. I think that's how you pronounce, pronounce his name. But he was he even stated uh, years ago about, um, on, on his tombstone as well, he was talking about how, you know, he was speaking about the firmament. So if you can research this if yourself, you type in Werner Von Braun, and you'll research that. And, and Werner von Braun was actually a guy who worked for... Um, he was a German-American uh, aerospace engineer. And I, I'm sure that he worked for NASA too. But he spoke about the firmament. You know, like even on his grave, it says... He talks about the firmament. How he said that you kind of travel out of the, the lowest, uh, lower Earth atmosphere uh, due to the firmament, which is a do uh, dome covering the Earth, he said. You know, like Admiral Byrd, the word Admiral Byrd. Um, he was a, um, an explorer, um, a military explorer... Um, who explored the continent of of Antarctica, and he spoke heavily in his journals about how there was lands beyond Ant lands beyond Ant Antarctica, you know, um, 
and also like for example the the the, the, the teachings of um i know someone i've just seen in the comments there someone wrote in the comments saying about hitler uh, what's hitler's role in this well i wanted to actually go into that anyway but um someone asked the question about what's hitler's role in the comments because i'm going to jump in the comments in a minute and um from a hitler's perspective you know he he speaks he spoke about heavily about um I think he called it a Germanic, Germanic, Germanic. I think he pronounced it Germanic race. He called it, uh, called the Aryans. Um, you know, the Aryans are also mentioned in other um, biblical texts too, which is interesting. But he spoke about how Hitler went on Antarctica, and we all know he did. It's a fact that Hitler went on Antarctica with a, a group of soldiers. And you know, what were they up to there? What were they doing? But he spoke about how they were in contact with a, a race called the Aryans. You know, so this there's a lot of mystery in this place yet to be un, undiscovered. You know. Um, there's a lot going on anyway, but I'm going to start diving in and seeing what you guys have to say. Um, someone said, I've just been getting into Flat Earth. Um, someone said, have you heard of Eric Beer? Yeah, I have. Of course I have. You know, I've, I've, I've sat in the, I've sat in, I've simmered in all the arguments, you know, like I've watched, I've watched the, the, the channels that are about, that are about Flat Earth and I've also watched the channels that are about the, about the, the globe. You know, I think it's interesting. You know, I've simmered in all information. Uh, someone, like, see, someone said, "What's someone in one of the comments?" Another person said, "What's going on on, on Antarctica?" Yeah, so it's a common theme. You know, like that's two people who said about Antarctica now in the comments, and um, Antarctica is one of them things, as we know, that has a lot of mystery around it. You know, I don't know what's going on on in there. You know, but it it raises a lot of subs, a lot of uh, su- su- suspicion when you kind of like see a lot of the things that the that the evidence that's presented in front of us you know what it what is beyond that you know is the is the more lands you know the, the very much the very much could be you know i think sometimes as well like um you know we all know that like because when it co- when it comes to information from the government and stuff like that we all know in the past you know how much how much lies and deception has gone on on in this place from every single level you know like for example right now and I, i'll put this out i'll put this out to all of you you know like if it see if anyone out there could present me any information out there where you, you could pr- you could prove to me that there's no government authority out there has ever put out information that's misguided the people or lied you know you can you can look at every single topic you know like the the, the Vietnam War like um, the Gulf of Tonkin um, Project Prism which is all about people's uh, information getting read and, and cameras watching every every all of our moment every, every moment that we do, uh, Watergate, MK Ultra, um, Operation Northwood, Oper- Operation Paperclip. You know the list goes on and on. You know, and if anyone was gonna like, if anyone out there is gonna argue that the government have never given you any misinformation, it's 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 insane. You know, it's interesting. It's kind of interesting because obviously I can read a lot of comments and it's kind of like validating a lot of stuff what I was speaking about earlier on in this uh, stream. If you haven't, if you didn't hear what I was saying, but um, it's kind of it is kind of interesting how people will defend the beliefs and whatever topic it is to the to the dying death. It triggers so many people. People can't revel in the mystery, you know. And I think a lot of people's traumas come through, um, through through being certain about something, you know. Like hundred percent traumas are running rampant. Someone said you should get Santos on the podcast. Yeah, for sure he's coming on. I've said that a few times now. See, that's the problem when people when people argue in the comments when happen people not having all these backwards and forths about the thing. I can't read any comments because there's just too much too much information in the comments. People are just uh, blabbering backwards and forwards, especially when they're arguing. People's arguing in the comments. I kind of can't. 
I struggle, really struggle to read the comments. So I'm missing like good questions from people because obviously everyone's just arguing, trying to trying to make someone else believe their reality. Um, uh, someone said, "Who's who's." text nasa's shows me the cartoon photos of earth yeah for sure well it is it's all cgi isn't it they always say it every single photo is cgi 100 percent um but you know there's a lot of like that's a that's the thing if you like there's so much information like you know like i'm like i'm not trying to like put my beliefs in, in one area or another but it's 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 interesting like how you how so much information just doesn't doesn't add up none of it adds up at all even NASA admits every single time it's all CGI, you know, and no one can argue with that. Like NASA literally says that on this on the website. But like, it's interesting because when I say that, you know, when I go like, "Oh, none of NASA's photos are CGI," people get triggered, and people get triggered through that process, and 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 they and they make it about a certain thing. They don't look at that piece of information and analyze that piece of information. That's like a piece of information that I'm not that doesn't necessarily go to and mean that oh, the Earth's flat, you know. I, or it doesn't even mean that the earth's round i'm just making a bold statement of the information that presents itself you know but but no one can kind of no one can kind of just analyze that without getting invested in a topic you know i find it with people around us all the time no one listens to the information you say like for example when i go oh all the nasa's pictures are fake fake which the which they are they all they say they're all cgi'd but people what what everyone will do is they'll go well the earth's not flat you it's not flat, and they'll argue and argue and argue, but they'll never look at that one piece of information, and they'll just go rolling down the ball, like rolling down the ball for sure, literally rolling down the ball, <laughs> rolling down the ball, and um, just kind of, um, you know, run with it, run with it all over the place, you know, instead of just an- analysing that question, you know, like, so something's going on, something's up, you know, whatever, whatever that is, something's something's going on, you know. Someone said the moon map freaked me out for sure. Yeah, it did it. it like I said, you know, it's it's a uh, it did for me when I seen the information. Me and Laura watching it, and uh, we seen it, and we're just like, wow, like like a really interesting observation, whether it's right or wrong. You know, it's a it's it's an interesting observation to say the least. Like it would be a it would be a, like if I was kind of a god on a planet or something, and I wanted to kind of like make everyone argue about like flat Earth and round Earth because this is what it's doing. You know, like this is what I've said before. This is why people are so passionate about certain topics and people are, are heavily holding on to the current paradigms they have is because like um things are changing on the planet you know and the frequency's changing and everything's coming to the surface but um if i was kind of a god and i wanted to play a trick on people you know you'd get them arguing over like really heavily invested in in a topic and wanting to prove it so much and then you just kind of like put the actual true nature of reality in front of everyone's faces on the moon so it's right in front of the face that would be hilarious it would be so funny yeah like it's it, it, I, it's interesting because it just really it really is it's like people are going so hard you know i think um it gets to it gets to a lot what i was saying before about how you know it just proves that if you just read through the comments now you can see how many how many people are kind of really like are really kind of like you know the, the they'll fight they'll fight for the beliefs until till the end of the earth you know they really will um someone said is the is the heart is is the heart chakra of the universe it's the heart chakra of the universe yeah it's what i've seen before about the planet you know like the planet the planets itself is is a heart chakra is a, is is the algorithm for the heart, heart and that's why I, I believe that um you know people are, are really focused on the 
which it's definitely imp- of course it's important but everyone's focused on the on the physical um the physical visualize have the physical perspective of, of of the planet in terms of like how it physically looks but i think if you start if you can like instead of like i'm not seeing you wasting time by doing that because i know it's important and it's and it's important to who we are and where we're going you know like um different understandings of different models do show you a lot of different perspectives you know like certain like for example just given the example of right now like for example the the perspective of the spinning globe perspective you know just analyzing that and this is not saying what i'm I'm not saying what it is i'm just kind of given an observation of what i see in front of us and that is that when they tell you that you're on a spinning globe right and you're spinning through space at a whatever ever how many million miles an hour that they say first and foremost our senses in that argument are telling you that the earth's not spinning so that information of that of what they give you they tell you that your senses are wrong <clears throat> so they're already there's already a deception in that for me because i know that in course course human senses can be can be manipulated you know we all know that human senses can be manipulated that's why a lot of people do everything most of the actions that's why we're witnessing what's going on right now because people's perceptions have been manipulated but besides that you know your general senses in in your life help you operate through your reality you know like for example if you're on a train you feel that that train's moving if you're in a car you feel that that car's car's moving if you're on a plane you feel that plane moving you know so for example if you go outside now right and you meditate and you sit and meditate you know you don't feel like you're spinning but if you go and meditate now and you imagine yourself spinning you know like you feel like you'll start feeling lightheaded you feel like your body's all over the place so that's one thing that's going on with that with that with that information that's being presented through that little lens is that you know when they say that you've spinning through space hurtling through space your senses are telling you a complete different story another one for example is, is that when you go outside on a night time and they tell you that the moon is a certain distance away that's also telling my senses my senses aren't telling me that that's that, that far away you know the human mind can't even fathom how far it is away anyway but when you go out in a night time you know the it's telling you a different story you know like your eyes are telling you a different story about certain things in reality you know so I, and I, and i think what it, i think it is kind of more it's kind of discarding you away from the more metaphysical nature of this place and it, it wants you arguing about what shape it is and kind of dismissing and so you don't even look at the metaphysical um also as well when it comes to like the the argument as well of saying like you're on a planet that's spinning through infinity what also that does to you as well is, is it kind of like it diminishes your specialness in my opinion because you know they want you to believe that like you know you're lost in space you're just spinning through infinity you know there's there's we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep checking guys there's nothing up there you know there's nothing special but just keep getting on with what you're doing um but what it does is that when you when if 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 for example which i'm leaning towards i believe that whatever this whatever we're on is this plane or or realm let's put i'm going to call it a realm i'm not using the word plane i'm not using the word planet i'm going to use the word realm it's a metaphysical realm 100% to me when you believe that you're on a metaphysical realm it starts making more sense that you're at the center of whatever's going on here you know like the ancient esoteric teachings always talk about how like i said i've I've made the whole argument many times you know like how what is above so below you know like how the chakras residing within us how this this seven planets the seven chakras all above us it's all in plain sight you know it's 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 a it's a 
It's a metaphysical realm. And when you start seeing it like that, you move from you 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 take the power back within from a from a physical planet you know like because when you're on a physical planet you know it ties into the the biological physical evolution that you're not special you know like the earth forms in this certain way uh through like about black holes and um the big bang theory and all that um and then what it does is it kind of takes you away from your specialness but once you start realizing that this place is more metaphysical it takes the power back in with you and you realize that you know you're not spinning on a planet you know you you it, it's it's a still motionless planet you, you know you're at the center of this thing just like you're at the center of your own mandela you know you're at the center of your own taurus field you're in a big taurus field and you're at the center of this and it's through your through your actions how you you whether you decide uh, whether you ascend or not and then that's what i believe that that model does when you're like kind of like look at it from a more of a metaphysical perspective um it makes more sense that it's it's more it's more of a realm and it's not like a physical planet you know we come in here for a short time a short period of existence um and our soul mirrors what we need to work on and then you know we can we can also use the 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 metaphysical heavens above us we can use that as a guide to to help us ascend to to know that when the when the christ fluid within is activated at certain points in our lives um you know it teaches teaches us a lot and then we can have that map to our own inner worlds and we can ascend you know and that's that's what it's all about it's all about ascension you know 100 percent someone said in the comments just a genuine question why can't we explore antarctica exactly why can't we it's a, it's a question you know like why can you not explore it 100% why because there's treaties being signed why is there being treaties signed what what's there you know what's behind Antarctica what is there you know what are they trying to hide and if you and if someone in the comments says that you know there's nothing fishy with Antarctica you know I think you need you, I think you need to have a hard look at yourself in the mirror because um there's so much up with Antarctica someone said in the comments you can debunk the moon narrative with your own eyes you can see the blue sky through a crescent moon in the daytime you can also see the stars through it's simple it's either transparent or translucent yeah um uh, what's the word that the, the physicists use the physicist said it it's more um plasma it's a plasma so there's an ancient there's a there's a there's a um there's a video on on youtube now if you type in um italian physicist i think he was he talks about how the moon is more plasma like and he said that man would never ever walk on the moon he says he can't it's impossible it's plasma and he said that his 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 um experiments um will be will will be proved right and then not long after that you know they're talking about going to the moon but then obviously as you know all the moon footage disappeared you know because they recorded over um they recorded over the tape instead of recording over little jimmy when he was having a, a wee beside the tree decided to uh, tape over the most important tape um most the most important tape to to, to, to human history supposedly by the way did anyone else anyone out there hear the hilarious information where they said that when they said that um the reason why um one of the, the, the what reason why they couldn't um was it the telemary data or something on supposedly like or, or the or the tapes or something someone had sex on the tapes or something or something like that it was something hilarious i can't remember what, what it was now but i read that somewhere um like that was like a, a statement that they put out as well saying that someone had sex with the telemary data or something or like fucking crazy some of these things are put out there um someone said how's the spiritual journey going um a challenge 
to say the least. I can't remember who wrote it. I just seen a flash up there. But yeah, the spiritual journey is a, a challenging one, as you know. Um, like o- only only today, like um, some of the elements that I was working on, like today, for example, um, I was working on a lot of different elements within inside myself, and um, so I took a little bit of um, I took a little. Sometimes uh, I took a little hit on a bong, and sometimes when I take a hit on a bong, it's just a great way to kind of like tip me over the edge into the in, into the into the work, so that I can. If I'm working on a certain like emotion or something that I'm need to, need to be healing, I'll just sort sort of like um, sup on a bong, take a bong hit, just one bong hit, <coughs> and um, I'll just lie down, and I'll just close my eyes and I'll meditate, and I'll meditate on that emotion, or I'll meditate on whatever my mind's on, and I'll see where see where it takes us. <coughs> and um, a lot a lot came up today, but the spiritual journey, as you know, it's a it's a minefield for sure, you know. And it, there was a a point today. There was a moment today where, um, like I was really kind of in the thick of the work, and um, I don't know about any any of you out there, but when you sometimes when you're really in the thick of the work and you're working on some certain aspects within inside yourself, within me, what happens is from a, a vibrat a vibrat vibrat vibratorial point of view, um, my vibrations start and my body start really like vibrating really high and that's when i know that the work's going to come on like if i'm in a situation for example in a in a, in a, a emotional wound or something comes up i could just be walking down the street or something and my uh, body will start vibrating i can feel it you know i can i notice the levels within us now when the work's going to come on and uh <clears throat> and also my ears obviously pop at the same time too my ears start popping and but you know that the work's really about to start but also like my dreams my dreams over the last few um nights as well have been really really wild like i had a dream the other night which i'm i'm going to talk about this more but where i was i met a spirit guide in the dream and i was having like a a really long conversation with a spirit guide and uh in the dream realm and i was asking it loads of questions and stuff and we're, ha- we're having a laugh as well to be honest it was quite it's quite hilarious some of the things that i want to speak about it's quite funny um but it was it was it was mad for sure but as you know we're all that wall out there now we're all like on our spiritual journey, we're all working on kind of like different elements within ourselves, you know. Um, someone said in the comments, um, thoughts on George W. Car- Carey, the Zodiac and the Salt of the Salvation. Yeah, I, definitely, definitely interesting book. I haven't read that book. Um, the book that I'm working through at the minute is, um, I've said this a few times, I, I, the book by that guy, the book by uh, George Walter Carey. He wrote it with another one, but the book I'm reading at the minute is called... Um, Oh, I can't remember the title of it. It's called. Um, I haven't been reading it for a little bit, but it's called uh, "God God Man Made Flesh." I think "God Man Made Flesh," and uh, that's blown my mind at the minute. That book, it really is such a good book. Um, but it's interesting because um, I haven't really heavily looked into the to the, the to the salts of salvation, but a lot of people believe that that's a key to to ascension as well as is the, is uh, is ingesting salts within the body, like natural natural salts. And there was a whole science done on that, and I think that was as you see in the comments by George Walter Carey. He had a whole um, a whole book about how you can use uh, salts um, to to ascend, which I think is really really interesting because we all know that a lot of um, there's a well you know on your own journey that it's all about getting that getting your temple you know getting the temple getting the vessel running clean and it's the key to key to ascension you know so it would make sense that there could be certain foods just like there is certain medicines that we can eat you know there's foods for ascension there's there's you know that's what i that's what i what i'm doing on my spiritual journey right now is you know i'm changing how i operate to ascension you know like instead of going like i'm 
exercising my body or I'm doing yoga to look good or I'm doing yoga to trim my body. I'm doing these things to ascend. Um, I'm eating to ascend. I'm looking at information to ascend. When I have a conversation with someone, I'm looking to ascend. I'm trying to see what I can, what's mirroring within me in that conversation. Um, I'm really sorry as well if I'm missing any questions because there's just so much coming in. Yeah, interesting. Like I, I see a couple of things in the comments as well. Um, talking about the waters above. There was a few comments in the water that that fascinates me as well. The waters above. Like, is the water above us? You know, like what what is it truly? You know, like all the biblical t- teachings talk about. See about the waters waters above. Um, you know, what 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 is it above? You know, so Harriet said, "How's it going, Harriet?" I'm looking forward to hanging out at the re- uh, retreat as well. Really looking forward to hanging out. Um, what does your diet look like now compared to before your ascension journey? Yeah, well, my journey before me, me diet before was you know it was more heavy, dense foods, um, and now it's kind of it's to be honest with you, it's eating a lot less, a lot less food. That's one of the biggest things I've noticed to to my journey of ascension. It's uh, it's less dense foods if that makes sense. So, but it, it's a journey to find your way to that because sometimes it can. Sometimes you know, like as you know, the the monkey mind wants to kind of like like fuck around you know and it wants to kind of like it wants to just have a wants to pick here and have this food and sometimes the the primitive the more primitive mind inside of the inside of the self kind of wants to be you know it wants to kind of sometimes just uh, um, cover up an emotion or cover something up inside of the self because i think a fast fast so good for that when you have a little fast you start realizing how you're covering up your emotions through eating food through just eating terrible food or eating food in general not just terrible food but eating food in general so a lot of fasting. That's what I do a lot lately. A lot of fasting. I um, I normally do intermittent fasting where I do. T- I normally don't eat food till um about three o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'll either have one or two meals, or maybe one one meal, and then like sort of like a little snack or something. But I'm kind of starting to train my system to that to that some degree because there's a lot of dependencies still within me. You know, like if like on, on food, there's probably a lot of emotional wounds around food that I still need to heal. But I'm kind of just starting to to still unravel it on my journey but it's basically eating real food that's all i do is eat real food um you know a lot of fruit a lot of vegetables and um i also eat fish as well um i eat fish um, but that's but i don't eat a lot of it you know i just eat when when i when i feel like the my body wants something like that i'll i'll, eat, I'll listen to it and i'll and i'll eat it you know but it's it's all about developing a relationship with kind of what you want someone said in the comments one meal a day is the best yeah well there's a lot of like you know even like uh, esoteric teachings when it comes to food they always talk about like how it's about you know p- prolonged periods of fasting and prolonged leads of pr- prolonged periods of feasting yeah 100 there's something there's something to that you know and um, I think it also, like, I felt, I don't know if any of you out there felt this, but when you take psychedelics, you have a psychedelic experience, um, when you're sort of coming down from the psychedelic experience and you're kind of starting to, um, like, bridge the gap between the, the, the sort of the um, the metaphysical and the physical realm, you're kind of starting to ground again and come back into reality to some degree, whatever that means, but you know what I mean, like, when you're starting to come down from, like, from a, a spiritual, uh, psychedelic experience... I've had like a few moments where uh, people in the ceremonial space have like had food or something, you know, like they've had kind of like some fruit to, t- to taste or whatever it may be. And um, there's been times where I've kind of just been like sometimes I've just kind of wanted to eat it just to ground as fast as I could because the, the works just took us out there so far that I just needed to grab anything I can just to kind of like bring my body back down to, to ground level kind of thing and, and uh, 
kind of integrate what I've learned. And um, there was this one time where I had a, I was in a psychedelic ceremony, and I took, um, like, I just basically ate ate some fruit for that reason because I was kind of just trying to like the the work was I just wanted to ground you know to some degree, and uh, my body just completely rejected it. It just did not want to eat at all. It like tasted horrible, like it just didn't. My my whole body was just like screaming that you shouldn't be eating right now. So like I had a kind of. Because I was still kind of coming down from the psychedelic experience, I kind of had went on this whole like visual thought perspective through the experience where I kind of like allowed us to t- have it to look at the inside of like a of a like kind of an advanced human body to some degree, like where it would make sense, you know, like if you were kind of like if you could like overcome the primitive forces, and I'm not saying the primitive forces within the human body are bad, you know, like there's obviously things within us that are, that are bad, you know, but there is primitive forces that that can connect us to the earth, you know, there's a reason why we're in these bodies, you know, there's a reason why we put our bare feet on the earth because the bodies have that connection, you know, the sole of the feet, the connection to the floor. But also at the same time, I can kind of, I kind of like when I had this vision, this psychedelic experience, I kind of started understanding how as our systems, as, our, as we evolve spiritually, like I said before, you know, our nervous system starts to heal, but also physically, you know, we start developing in ways where it, it makes a, it made a lot of sense to me that we could transcend beyond food, you know. Like they always speak about, esoteric teachers talk about how in the higher realms, you know, they don't eat, they don't shit, they don't piss, you know. Um, and and they say they actually say from a funny perspective they say that the reason why they do don't do that for it's actually embarrassing it's embarrassing to be born in human form and do do them things, but um but who knows you know, um, someone said I noticed uh, Harry said sorry I said I noticed a huge difference in my health and spiritual growth when I cut out sugar too, yeah like obviously natural sugar is a good thing you know like fruit and vegetables really really good, there's obviously natural adjusted uh, natural sugars compared to like you know artificially man made sugars you know. Um, someone said I don't Nick said I don't watch propaganda much uh, much to learn young Jedi yeah I don't know if you're talking to me there but um, of course I've got much more to learn I think that's the thing you know when someone says they know it all someone says that they're already a Jedi you know run a mile it's always the guy who says I'm I'm the master you know you need to run away from him respect the master my knowledge you know like yeah I'm definitely just a young Jedi 100% I get humbled every single time when I uh, go into the work, you know, 100%. Uh, someone said, I also watched the documentary that you were referring to, watched the full six hours of that documentary. Yeah, long-ass documentary, really cool as well. But um, I'm actually going to be doing a documentary myself. I'm going to, I'm in the middle of making one right now. Yeah, I'm just starting to, in the early workings of it. But I want to um, do a documentary about, um, like, basically sort of kind of attacking the, the, the topic of, a lot of the topics that that guy, uh, attacked in his but from a very different perspective more from the perspective of ascension and um, i'm working on that at the moment now i'm starting to put some thoughts together and i want to kind of i want to make my kind of like argument towards the whole conversation you know like and i want to sort of package it up in a way that um that way i can like kind of bring in research and stuff and all the different pull on all the different things that i've come across and all the different people i've interviewed in the past and but i'm working on that to some degree now as well so that'll be I don't know when that's going to come out. I'm not putting pressure on myself because I know it's a big project, but I'm slowly just going to keep chipping away at it. And it'll, I don't know how long it'll be. Maybe it'll also be six hours. Maybe it'll be eight hours documentary. But I'm going to be doing a documentary about that soon as well. But someone said I watched that full six hours documentary. No mention of the South Pole. 
uh, plenty of the north and pole star etc yeah well there's there's a lot of stuff like that was missed in the documentary you know um also as well like i think you've got to remember as well like that you know that's like one guy's i know obviously it's a, the guy who did the documentary he's pulling on pulling on perspectives from all over the place but you know that's like that's his version of reality you know like that's one guy's kind of distilled all his information in a documentary and you know if all of us did documentaries we'd all we'd all miss something you know we'd, we'd get something wrong or would kind of like um put some information out that someone would go like oh it's not this it's not that you know i know the truth i know the ultimate truth um but it's it's just it's just his level of consciousness you know it's what he's putting out there and you've got to respect that you know people are spending so much time and people will just turn around and just dismiss it all and just say oh the whole documentary is a load of shit you know it's bullshit documentary's crap um but you know like there's a lot of effort and work on that creativity you know and it's like least least the guy's actually putting it out there you know and putting his information out there and um but you get you just get that's what you get though you get a lot of you just get a lot of people a lot of haters you know who kind of kind of just want to like kind of deflect the information away um someone said in the comments um they tried to discredit admiral richard e bird when he explained what he's seen on his on his mission there yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people. That's one of the arguments of a lot of people. I see that Admiral Bird was wrong, you know. But his his journals are there in clear sight, you know, to be able to see. When he was on his deathbed, he released a lot of them. Um, but it's 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 mad for sure, isn't it? You know. Sophie said, "Interesting." Said it's dangerous to be right when those in power are wrong. Uh, that's a good quote. Yeah, for sure. It's always the power of a quote's always interesting, you know. Like that one about Leonardo da Vinci was said before, you know. Power, power, power of uh, quotes are so, are so, are so big, are so big. Sometimes the power in a question that just, you know, it just takes you, it just takes you there in your mind. It really does. That's what I kind of some, some, some way. That's why I think, um, you know, when it comes to like looking at the night sky and stuff on a night time, and like people having different opinions on like what the nature of this place is. That's why it, it kind of triggers a lot of people. You know, a lot of people have are invested in it. You know, not just from a, a physical perspective, you're invested in the shape of the planet, invested in like what's out there. You know, your 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 senses are invested in it. You know, like your emotions are invested in it because when you've gone out every single night and you've looked up at the sky, <clears throat> your whole mind has been warped in a certain way to 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 you've been you've been told what it is, what it what it is out there. You know, um, and it's, it take, takes a lot to kind of like to to be someone who can kind of kind of look out of the night sky and go. You know, maybe it's something different. You know, maybe it's not what we've been told. Maybe when the ancients were looking up, they were looking at something different. They seen it as something different. Um, but it takes it takes a it takes a strong person to be able to like push aside everything they've already been told, and and do so. You know, and I can I can see in the comments like the way people are not everyone. You know, I'm not, but I'm just saying I can see in the comments how people are really getting triggered through things that I'm seeing. And um, like I said before, when I started this, you know, like I'm just going to keep presenting what I see. And if people like can't, like don't like that frequency and they want to not watch or something, you know, I, I don't care. You know, I'm just going to honor my frequency and share where I'm at, where I'm at, you know, 100%. It's also a part of what we have to do in our own lives. You know, we have to just honor our own frequency. You know, if like people, if you, if you, if you're holding a piece of information or you're sharing a piece of information, whether that goes for family or friends or whatever it may be, or you're carrying out a certain action in your life and people around you just, you know, they can't. They can't cope with that frequency, you know. So they've got to try and pull your frequency down and say that like, you're wrong, you're you're crazy, um, you're you're wrong, you know. But it's your reality, you know. Like no one can tell you what your reality is, you know. We're all just learning. Um, 
it's interesting because like even the analogy of like Laura was telling us today um, about the analogy of Humpty Dumpty and you know the, the story of Humpty Dumpty is a metaphysical story of consciousness the fall of consciousness you know Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall Humpty Dumpty f- fell off the wall you know it's a story of consciousness but um you know there's something beauty, beauty beautiful in that story because when Humpty Dumpty was pushed off the wall before he was on the wall you know like um, by the way, it's interesting as well, like, with the cosmic egg theory, you know, Humpty Dumpty on the wall, sat on the wall, cosmic egg theory, you know, um, all the king's horse and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again, you know, um, maybe it's telling you something about the, the shape of the earth as well, which is funny, funny, maybe it's not, but it's uh, just, maybe it's a coincidence, but anyway, uh, the the most biggest point that I'm trying to make with the, the, the sort of the story of Humpty Dumpty, and by the way, a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, stories before I st- tell the story about Humpty Dumpty, before I go off a tangent, but there's a lot of cool um, stories and, and uh, fairy tales and stuff like that that have hold a lot of truth, you know. Like, uh, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but the dream. Um, you know, there's a lot of, like, deep esoteric, like, teachings in, in a lot of these things. Like, Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory, that's a, also as well. I know that's not, like, a, a fairy tale, but it's, uh, there's a lot of metaphysical truths in that, you know. I think there's a video online uh, talking about the metaphysical truths of of um of um a lot of the nursery rhymes and stuff but a lot a lot of them do you know a lot of them all have so much esoteric truth in them um but i was talking about humpty dumpty when humpty dumpty got pushed off the wall um when he when he fell off the wall before he was before he was on the wall you know he was whole you know he wasn't like kind of he was like kind of whole to some degree but when he was pushed off the wall obviously cracked in many different fragments and it was obviously the beauty in him actually being cracked in all these different fragments, you know, allowed him to kind of like put a, put his own self together to some degree, you know, like he's allowed to metaphysically kind of like crack into a million different parts and actually be formless and not identify with his shape anymore. Um, so there's a metaphysical teaching in that too, you know, as well. Like people think that it's unsafe to kind of like, you know, like allow yourself, allow your consciousness to go out there into the unknown um, because you're not on steady land, steady land, you know. But you know, you're never on steady land, you know. You're never, never, ever. You're always everything. Something's always changing and, and moving inside you. So you know, like, so so be like, be more like Humpty Dumpty, you know, and and fall off the wall and crack into a million pieces and allow yourself to be formless. You know, like Bruce Lee always said, like, be formless, be shapeless, be like water. Because when you're solid in your in your shape and your form, you know, you've, there's no room for there's no room for anything to to go to seep into your body you know um yeah someone said sophie said what about the grand old duke of york prince andrew he had ten thousand men yeah i'm not too sure i haven't looked into that one it's probably probably an also, also another one as well you know he marched them up to the top of the hill and marched them back down again yeah there's probably a lot of like if you just type in on youtube you know like um the the like the sort of the the wizardry of, of nursery rhymes and the deeper deeper esoteric meanings you know they're all, they're all there in plain sight which is really interesting anyway i can't say any more at the top um i think i might just leave it at that guys it's hard it's hard it's hard to see like the questions like obviously when people start like debating in the comments and stuff about flat earth it's hard for us to like kind of go through the comments it just feels like i'm just staring at the screen too much um too much goes i know people are passionate and they just want to comment and stuff but I, obviously i struggle to to see any any of the questions you know um, but anyway, I'm going to leave it that. I think I've spoke about enough in this one. Uh, thank you so much for turning up, as always. Um, keep seeking, keep an open mind, and keep formless and shapeless like Humpty Dumpty who sat on the wall. 
and um, I'll bring you another podcast um, in a few days' time. I've got some more stuff that I want to talk about. Like I said, I still want to talk about the the experience of karma that I had, where I kind of like uh, brought back some karma. I also want to talk about the the conversation I had with a spirit guide the other night. Um, but sometimes I'm just still trying to formulate my points and let them simmer and honour the experiences that I'm having. Um, but if you can, as always, check out the Telegram group and also if you can, uh, consider in your heart, support the podcast and um, help me keep doing these things. And if also as well, if you if you do support the podcast, you're definitely ascending. I promise you that. You're definitely going to ascend. Anyway, I love you all. Uh, have a great night and uh, I'll catch you in the next one where I'll also be, be unravelling some spells and also bringing some new magic to the table. So peace and love wherever you are in the world. Boom, boom, boom. Thanks so much for checking out that one. I uh, hope you enjoyed that conversation there. Um, as you, as I pre-warned you, as you know, these things go all over the place and it certainly did. As you can tell, I'm not holding back. I'm diving deep into wherever my consciousness takes me. So I hope you like that and I hope you respect that. If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the other ways to support the podcast. It helps me to keep this thing going. And if you, you know, if you, are, if this is something that you value in your life, I'd really appreciate it if you could just consider helping allow this thing to keep blossoming to to whatever's going on here. But anyway, I love you all. And just to play out this podcast, as I always do, this is a song. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this name correctly. It's called Gimachamayo. Um, it's spelled G U E C A M A Y O, and the name of the artist is called Danit, which is d-e-n-i-t so anyway enjoy this song uh, wherever you're in the world keep seeking as always keep that spiritual them spiritual senses heightened heightened peace and love
confianza y en la luz. Sale una vibración que me abraza eternamente, que me enseña eternamente. Pinta, pinta, pinta con el movimiento de tus plumas. Sale una vibración que me abraza eternamente, que me enseña eternamente.
Oh,